Mm-hmm. All right, PKN 454. How are you, boys? Pretty good. I tried to watch hockey with y'all last night, but I just, <laughs> man, it was like an hour into the game. Nobody scored, you know, and I get that that happens. And Not in basketball, it doesn't happen. <laughs> Not true in basketball, yeah. <laughs> They score every second in basketball. They give free yeah. points away all the time. Like, hey, you want to take middle ground you... somewhere? <laughs> Football. They yeah. stop the whole game and let a guy attempt to do it with with no defense played all the time. It's part of the game. Uh, but but I don't know. They the hadn't scored. Hockey, <laughs> I guess so. They hadn't scored for a long time or at all, I should say. So uh, then they scored twice, and I, I guess I was rooting for New York because. I just think of New Jersey as the bad guys, you know. But I just think of their um, their fans as bad people. Um, the Devils, and, all the bad, all the players are bad. The fans are bad. The ownership is bad. The place they play is bad. Exit sixteen W. Fuck you in your lore. I don't give a shit. <laughs> their lore. I have heard where they play is horrible. Jer- this is, is the Devils. The Devils. Yes. Right? Maybe yeah. maybe it's their arena that's shitty. But yeah, they have a big complex with New York that Woody pointed out in our chat earlier. We're like, they're always like, oh, New York, like we're coming for you. And they never come for them. Like for like and 20 I- years, they haven't come for them. And so last night was like New Jersey, North Jersey has to be happy over it because like New York is going to wake up this the morning and be Jersey. like, what other teams do we have? <laughs> and just like find a different one to follow for a while. Yeah, you missed like all the scoring. It was four to nine. All the scoring came at the end of the game there. Oh, I, I stopped when it was two nothing and switched over to okay. HBO. New York won? Um, New Jersey. Yeah. Jersey. New Jersey so won. Now Jersey's taking on the Carolina Whooped Hurricanes them. round two. Oh, yeah, right. That's them. right. Yeah. It, it, Sweet T was better- just not himself. <laughs> the Hurricanes are one of the better teams in the regular season. Maybe second best? Taylor would know. Yes, and, uh, they were close. Yeah. But in the postseason, they haven't really been like sweeping and kicking ass. So we'll see. I mean, they they play the Islanders. The Islanders are not great, but like it's not like they took Carolina to seven. Like Carolina had an off game or two and then they brought it back together. Like I think Carolina wipes New Jersey in five games. I think they absolutely butt fuck New Jersey. I think all those young kids on New Jersey are so excited to be out of the first round and it's going to get very real when they're up against, you know, a team that's actually trying because watching New York, I was like, Patrick Kane does not seem to be trying at all mm-hmm. out there. It's not that like him and Panarin, two guys who make 25 million combined, were like out there just kind of turning it over. And I'm like, that's what, if I were Patrick Kane right there, that's the play I would have made. <laughs> Turned it over and then lazily skated to the bench. Like <laughs> it's like, oh my god, what are you doing? If you had thirty million in the bank and what four rings already, yeah, you might be chilling too. I bet so. Everybody else is like Patrick, please, and he's like, I already got three. I got a dynasty. I don't care. I wanted to. I wanted to go shopping. That's why I requested this trade. <laughs> oh, There's really sad. good malls in this area. Yeah, I hope that's not true. Because like I, I really like it when people do the full Tom Brady. They ruin their lives to get another ring. They throw it all down the drain. They're, they're like, why family? No ring. Dynasty. This is, this is Every finger on this hand. Oh, did I forget about this guy? He's getting toe rings. Catching up. Yeah. I like oh. the other part of Kyle. It's just like he fixed his life. He won another Super Bowl ring. He ditched the wife and kids. Now he's <laughs> he took half his shit. Always should have been. No, see, yeah, she took half his shit. Now he's going to earn it back. You the give pro- me, would I take $10 billion or a book that says how to make $10 billion? <laughs> <laughs> on, Sigma. <laughs> I just feel bad. Whenever I find myself yeah. like on a restaurant or like a railroad, I, I try to figure out how I can own that railroad. I, I'm not to be, I'm not there to be a customer. I'm there to buy it. And it's especially true park place or boardwalk. God, what a douchebag you'd have to be like saying that, like like some millionaire. I guarantee, like a billionaire who said shit like that is like talking to his other billionaire buddies beforehand. He's like, check this out. Yeah, every time I'm on a, every time I'm on a train, I'm imagining getting into the train business. (laughs) It's just like laughing at you. (laughs) Mine was a stolen monopoly. (laughs) But yeah, it's not that those guys weren't trying. It's that like. It's the same sad thing you're seeing with Brady now. Maybe I don't know how great Brady is, but like players who rely on speed and agility get into their mid 30s and they're still trying to play speed and agility like Patrick Kane. It's kind of sad where it's like, oh, you were the best American player in the world for a long time. And now, like, you kind of tripped there a bit, didn't you? Like, hmm. Was he the one who did that pirouette in the middle of the ice? It looked like a figure skater. 
No, that was a guy on the Devils, uh, Jack Hughes, who must Hughes have- was having a terrible yeah. night. Oh he, yeah, he okay. Fell <laughs> his own four times, like he did a backflip, like that that red line slippery, and he went right over it and just. He tried to argue in a. He tried to argue like hooking. Um, I, I guess he was he was he was trying to score, and the guy hooked his elbow, and it might have made it if he hadn't interfered with him that way. And while he's arguing. They've got the puck and they're gone. And it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, the, the the pressure of the moment like got to Hughes there a little bit. Yep, yep, little hot end of the collar. <laughs> Just move along. It's like, that was a huge fuck up. He's out there yelling. Yeah. I'll tell it quickly because I know you're not basketball guys, but the opposite has happened to my team, the 76ers. So two guys, we have James Harden, former MVP, MVP, used to be the best player on planet Earth. He's a little older now. And we got him in a trade for an absolute head case doesn't play. Great, great, great trade. We also have Joel Embiid, who is likely to be this year's MVP, the best player, basketball player walking on the earth right now. So they said, okay, old dude, look, your your role's not the same as it used to be. You can't score like you once did. Your job is to pass, facilitate, run this team, use your vision, and make it all happen. Like an old Gretzky led the NBA in passing this year. Well, the star that he's paired with is hurt with a knee problem. So they're like, uh, James, you still got any of those moves? <laughs> and uh, Nope. <laughs> he does, though. Oh, good. He, scored, he dropped 45 points. It was one of the highest scoring playoff performances in like history. Yeah, it, whatever, like top 20 or something. And it, there's only been like three guys to do that over 33 years old ever. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he, he's one of them. And they had him and, passing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he had at least for one more game. Yeah. And we beat the Boston Celtics, which is chocolate thunder scene. We're talking on Discord all the time now. Oh, nice. And, uh, and I don't know who talk basketball with. But, uh, yeah, so somehow the Sixers beat the Celtics. They're an underdog without their best player. And In the uh, series? Like the ser- they beat them in the, ser- the series? Uh, the first game's happened. So oh, okay. They're just one game in. We stole home home court from them. I almost called it home ice. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'll stop talking about basketball. I'm very excited. My team is yeah. underdog one, and our guy's knee is getting better every day. We'll see. That's pretty cool. Best of I, uh, seven, same as hockey, right? Same as hockey. Yeah. I do like the the story of the old player um, getting off the bench and and still having a little bit in him. I think there's a Randy Quaid movie called like The Rookie about a high school pitching coach who. I don't know why he didn't play in the majors. It was some sad thing in his past, right? Like dead, pa- dying parent needs him to stay on the farm or My something. My last wish is don't play in the majors. Don't. My last wish. Don't you answer that word. letter from the Cardinals. This is your family farm. <laughs> something like that legit happened. I don't remember what it was. But there's this scene where uh, he, he, he... Yeah, true story, by the way. And there's this little... There's, there's this touching scene where... He doesn't know if he's still got it or not, and he's out. He doesn't want anybody to see him practicing or like believing in himself at all because he doesn't want to believe. And he's out by one of those uh, speed checking signs on the on a lonely patch of road, and uh, he throws it as hard. He gives it all he's got, you know. And it says like I don't remember what it was, like fifty five or something. And he's, he he like looks down at the fucking ground, like shakes his head, and the light flickers a little bit and goes ninety five. <laughs> and he's like. Oh, <laughs> okay. Like, like you know, another pixel filled in and, and, and made it the made it what he wanted. It was it was a cool moment, and then uh, it's so much better than the rookie of the year, which is when that child just slips and hurts his arm and gets to be a major league player. <laughs> I, I liked that movie. It made this is the opposite of that. I was an injury right away for from it. playing for the Indians. Yeah, <laughs> to watch them back to back, and then watch Angels in the outfield right after that. That literally had was it Christopher Lloyd Lloyd as an actual come to Jesus angel with wings who flew down and cheated to help the the angels win the pennant not the series the pennant <laughs> and, the, and the, yeah like that when i understood that watching it as a kid i was like wait the pennant that's that's not even the big one it's so division, like right yeah no it's like winning your conference however they do it like you're like then you go to the is uh, it win world series, I don't even right? know if it's winning the AL or the NL like winning your whole um Good side God. or if, or if it's just winning your um your like like the NL East like is that a pennant? I it think it is. A, it's that's insane. It is. Oh, it's or the whole NL. league. Okay. I, I just googled it. I wouldn't have otherwise. Either, is that a big thing in baseball? Do people care about trophies other than the big one? It's a consolation prize. Like I don't even know what it looks like if there is an actual trophy, but there is something to be said when you win your division 
every year. Like, like that's a thing. When you win your and, and, and winning the whole NL is a big deal. A, a lot of times, AL teams are just better. They just seem like they are. I don't know. They, they seemed like they were more powerful for years, and maybe in, the, uh, in hockey, like those trophies they get for like what the equivalent of the pennant, like for the winner of the conference, uh, teams won't touch it. Like teams don't touch the the trophy, the consolation prize, the consolation yeah. One. Oh yeah, and for sure. Like, like so many hockey guys are weird. So many sports guys are like weird, uh, superstitious. That like a couple of years ago, like some guy like thoughtlessly touched it, and like apparently like it was a thing to some people in the locker room. Like the fuck. It's like, Sid, yeah. No, I, I would buy into that. So, Sidney Crosby is so superstitious. He was born in '87. His number's '87. And the Penguins, like twenty, like fifteen, eighteen years ago, was like. How much money do you want best player since Gretzky? And he was like 8.7 million. And they're like, really? Okay. Yes. Hard <laughs> bargain. Yours. Like, <laughs> man, he could have worked on that math a little better, right? <laughs> he could have like done a monthly salary or something. <laughs> yeah, right, found right. a way to. <laughs> Instead of doing 8.7 million a year, maybe he could have done 87 million for sale. I want 87 grand an hour. After that contract, that superstition went right away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, eight point yeah. seven again, right, Sydney? Fuck you. No, <laughs> not gonna happen. Oh, I, I found a new show last night. I think it's actually brand brand new. Uh, it's called The White House Plumbers, and it's got um, oh, what's Woody it? Harrelson, right? Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the he's what's killing it with me. But the other guy who I don't recognize, perhaps because he's wearing makeup and disguises often in the show. I've only seen one episode because I believe there is only one. I think they're eking them out one a night. Um, but it's the story of Watergate. It's, and, and I think a lot of people don't know that. I, don't, I know the broad strokes. Essentially, the Nixon campaign, the re-election campaign, uh, what, Nixon was, was, was a piece of shit. Okay, first of all, just know that. And they were going to win anyway. They were they were leading in this election, and they were going to get reelected. They did get reelected, but he has this nefarious little group of people who, among other things, are searching for communists in the media and watching civil rights leaders and stuff like that. But he has uh, a guy named G. Gordon Liddy, um, who I'm familiar with because of his radio show, which I listened to daily growing up. G. Gordon Liddy is for, former FBI, former. Um, Lots of scary things. He would often talk about ways to kill people with garrots, uh, I think, and uh, pencils and all, all sorts of ways to break him, tear a man's finger off if he was if, if you were able to wrestle the gun from him, the way to turn the pistol so his finger got ripped backwards off. It's crazy shit like that. And he's played like that in the show, which is awesome. It's hilarious to see their depiction of him. But basically, they're bumbling idiots who are on their way to commit the water water uh, Watergate break-in. In the first episode, what they're trying to do, the political opponent has see sees a psychiatrist, so they're going to Florida to break into the psychiatrist's office, take pictures of the medical records of the candidate, and find out if he's a communist spy or something like that, because they've made that up in their heads. And they bungle their way through it the way that teenagers would. They and but but it comes out and it works out okay. So they end up with with some pictures and Nixon fires the person above them, hot, like puts them on the fast track. They're like, let's just say you impress the right kind of people in the White House. They like your gumption. No pussy footing. Mr. Nixon hates that. <laughs> yeah, they're like. And Woody Harrelson's like, yeah, sure, no, no pushy footing with us. And G. Gordon Liddy's like, absolutely, black back. They keep going back and forth whether they're doing a black op or a black bag. Because mm. I guess one guy's CIA and one guy's FBI. When in reality, it seems like both of them got fired really early in their careers in those agencies and are buffoons. But uh, it's it's almost too silly. Is it a comedy? That's or what is, I'm saying. It's almost Roger too Stone silly. If he is, I didn't recognize him. Okay. He was a Watergate figure, a minor one. I guess he was young. And yeah. uh, his whole career was made on Watergate. But I'm so lost on the details. What is he... Did you um, know he has a gigantic Nixon tattoo on him? That's can, interesting. Can you I find a picture of Roger man. Stone's Nixon tattoo? If you show me a picture of Roger Stone, I might know if he's depicted in the in in the show because I'm you know that's before any of our times. I think that Watergate stuff. So I'm again I'm broad strokes on all that, but it's yeah. it's but a what I know really about, uh, Roger Stone is he has the worst forehead of any man in America. It's the weirdest oh, no. shaped pinhead. Can you get us a profile shot of that gentleman, Zach? He is so. You can almost see his pinhead here. It's a hell of a if tattoo. Just see him. That's terrible. I. That's it's it's very well done. Forehead. 
Yeah, yeah he's got a terrible head. Day. I see it. Yeah, you see? Like Borderline that. Zika virus. Oh, shit. Damn it, that's not the... And they allow, how, do, how do people not stop him in the streets and, and try to stab him in the heart with a fucking wooden stake or something? This is clearly a daywalker. <laughs> yeah. Look at the hairline. He, that, now throw up a picture of Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> like, okay. like, literally throw up a picture of Bram Stoker's Dracula. He's wearing the same glasses. If there's one from the side... <laughs> Look at that nose. It's like... He has a, like a, a different animal-shaped skull. It's odd. His I eyes should, are very well, close together. Dude, he makes that guy on the right go go along with him, so his head makes more look, looks more normal. When he takes that hat <laughs> off, it's a perfect triangle. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's old. He'd have to. I, I don't think they'd let him recuse his actual one. role in Watergate. They'd make him play like an old secretary, like uh, well, that guy from the <laughs> Marvel movies who would just walk in and be like, "I think that was Spider Man," and like, Rob, what's his name? I know it's not Robert E. Lee. <laughs> it's uh, Stanley. Stan oh, I don't think yeah. he meant that. Oh, I don't know if he was asking if the the real Roger Stone was in there playing a character or not. But right. uh, there's a lot of historical characters who are depicted, you know, because it's a That's... real well known thing. But the way it ends up, spoiler alert for some shit that happened in the '70s. Um, they eventually. <laughs> the opening scene is hilarious because because it's them and three Mexicans trying to pick the lock. Um, at the Watergate Hotel, and the the text at the bottom goes, Watergate break-in, um, attempt number two of four. <laughs> and they don't have the right... And the Mexican goes, I do not have the right tools. And, and they, like, translates this Spanglish to, to G. Gordon Liddy. He's like, he doesn't have the right tools. I mean, he does have them, but, not, you know, not here. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. what the fuck? All right, let's go. Come on, everybody, pack it up. And they just sneak back out. They just leave. And and I guess that's a tr- that's a true that's factual that it took these idiots four attempts to break into what it is the DCC headquarters. Like they were breaking into mm-hmm. the Democratic National Convention's headquarters that was in the Watergate Hotel. And you know, one door is all you got to get through. You just got to pick don't have one like door. Like a front desk room. guy or something. Again, they sent us. They sent CIA and FBI black bag agents in to do this so they got around some stuff you know oh like I the president I, I guess I'm this is why this was such a big deal they are in the show <laughs> it's a little bit of both right yeah. i mean they did get caught like it wasn't a big well like at the time it was a really big deal but nowadays like snooping on papers from your rival campaign doesn't like it, it seems commonplace and normal and benign it's uh, chill uh, compared to what happens today all the time. No, yeah, come on. I, no, I, I totally agree. Like, if, if this happened today, they'd be like, "Yeah, they were finding stuff out." Don't you, as an American, want to know about that? Like, right. Yeah. They'd yeah. Be like, but well, the president of the United States ordered federal employees to break the law, he, and it was a huge conspiracy. They had code names and shit. So there's this. They, on, they, they, they do. <laughs> like literally, like, like this, the president and and his chain of command, right down to G. Gordon Liddy have a vast conspiracy on tape, mind you, to break into a place, like criminally break and enter and steal. That's a that's different than I hope the Russians look into it. If they, hey, if there's papers out there, look into them. Hey, hey well, whatever they find, I'll look at. Mm-hmm. It's it's different. It's different. Sure, but I maybe people had higher expectations of politicians back then. Like if I found what? out people were doing that if that like, happened today, the president yeah, would be gone know. the same way he was gone back then. I no, don't know. He wouldn't. So here's the thing that's happening now. Yes. He Clarence would. Thomas. It says he had more to his name. Is he Clarence Thomas Jr.? Uh, the Supreme Court justice, the black guy. Do you know about this already? Does everyone know? It, apparently, one, he's been getting very lavish vacations from his billionaire friend. Uh, half a million dollars on a vacation is what it was worth. Not in cash, yeah, but he got a half a million dollars. Awesome. I'll digress for a second. I kind of push back on that number. What they did is they're like, he took this guy's private plane and he stayed on his gigantic private yacht. And they went from town to town in the yacht doing this stuff. And this would cost half a million dollars if he rented it. Yeah, sure. But he was a tag along on this guy doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To say, it, they they pitched it like he gave him half a million worth of walking around cash. Yeah. No, he gave him a, a, a seat on the plane and his wife. Yeah. Okay. So that's one thing he did. This same billionaire bought his mom's house 33 years ago. She still lives there. He renovated the house for the judge's mom, right? He spent something like 60,000, 100. No, it was like $140,000 renovating the home. And yeah, 
still lives there. He basically just gave his mom all this cash. Mm. And uh, it's pretty crooked. And I feel like that thing going on there is at least as bad as Watergate. The chief justice, Roberts, his wife has a job of telling law firms which attorneys to hire. That's his wife's job. She makes $10 million doing that. And it's like, you're going to tell me she's not like just fucking selling. These people all do business in front of the Supreme Court. These people do business in front of the Supreme Court and pay her $10 million to find out which attorneys to hire. This feels like huge corruption. And uh, it's corruption and nepotism are are terrible and commonplace. However, there is still a difference, but they're not chargeable crimes. Like what Watergate was was chargeable crimes. The whole point was they were at the they were at the precipice of arresting the president. That's why he, he he left office. They were gonna get him. He was going to jail. They were gonna come and get him. And the the big problem was he had an adversarial FBI. He had J. Edgar Hoover in there. He'd give J. Edgar Hoover uh, an, an order and the FBI would come back with Mr. Hoover runs the FBI. You know, like, like, like if you'd like to talk to him, you come down to his offices and, and, and he's free on Mondays in the mornings. Dude, that guy, if, if you want to like do deep dives on an interesting character, that guy is Hoover. so interesting. Hoover, like the amount of power that guy had behind the scenes, like it's unreal. Like he was the kind of guy who could like just like put his fucking finger in the president's chest. Just like, fuck you almost like, oh, oh, it's interesting. Oh, that that's that's right. You have that election thing. See, I'm kind of a king here. Your predecessor, you know, I was here too. And I rolled him and I'm going to roll you and I'll roll the next guy. And it's like he was so fucking He's blackmailing every president, Blackmail everyone, honeypotted everyone, like trapping people in sex scandals like that dude had fingers oh. in every pot. That dude had like, recordings mean something else. Oh, no, no, no. Nope. How do you pot that? I, OK, yes, yeah, he <laughs> he's got MLK on tape. He's got MLK on tape. Um, I'm fucking. He's got the, the president on tape. Fucking. He's got Robert Kennedy on tape. Fucking. He's he he knows all of their drug habits. Their their who, what communists mm-hmm. they might be hanging out and partying with. What dope they're smoking. And he's just waiting for them to have a problem with him. And he's gonna show them that file. Yeah. Did you see the movie uh, with Leon, Leonardo DiCaprio? I think. I haven't. I need to watch that. Was it Leo? It might not have been him. It's it's. I was. I remember the movie was good, and they focused on like his gay relationship with his second in command a lot because he was a crossdresser. Yeah, yeah. Where, it's called Jay Edgar. I've never heard that he was a crossdresser or that he was gay. Hundred yeah, percent. Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone knows yeah. this but me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was a common thing. All right. Well, he he now. tried to keep it on the down low himself, so it's it's not surprising that that he is still powerful enough to keep you blind to his homosexuality to this day <laughs> i'm gonna chalk it up to j edgar hoover's power i like it no i'm, I'm with you i'm not gonna push back at all no. you shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i don't know i think the tv show um one way or another is is going to be kind of a fun watch again the first episode was a little too silly but i think if i were to wikipedia i'd be like oh my god that really happened they because there's a part where they go and they're they're went over their heads, but people keep believing them because they talk themselves they up too much. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> and and they're down there with these goofy disguises, like over the top, unnecessary. One's got a fake limp, fake teeth, fake wigs, all this shit. And instead of just taking pictures of the office or in the street, they're posing in those photographs like tourists to make it seem more casual. Mm. So now there they are. In, like like setting themselves up like exhibit A, exhibit B, exhibit C. A picture of me out in the doctor's parking space that we're going to break into outside his office. Here's his car. Here's his license plate. And here's the his name on the concrete, you know, spray painted. And here's the, the, the agent sitting on the bumper of the car, giving a thumbs up. Boom. There's exhibit B. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now here's us breaking in. Here's his diplomas. So you don't think confuse this with anyone else's office. Just just. And then it's so like they, intentionally they, stupid. It's so brain dead. Oh, it's, it gets worse. So they borrowed the camera from Langley FBI headquarters doing the job for sort of separate on this little weird mm-hmm. island of a, of a, of a job kind of thing separate from anybody just for the president. When they return the camera, they leave the film in it. <laughs> that doesn't they leave they, the film. They weren't like that bumbling. They, they, they did. Um, again, it took them four attempts to pick one lock. They, and don't imagine that they kept coming back the same night. 
at, for, for like a week or two, four or five men were having to dress up, go into this place, and they were failing time I, after time after time. You, I'm saying like, that's so wild to me to hear this, that it's like, that seems like an inside thing. Like if like you couldn't, how on earth does it take you four times to break in? How do you go? We got the, don't worry. We set ourselves up in our goofy, super noticeable costumes in the perfect place for evidence. And then we left the evidence. Well, it's like how it comes down to corruption because Woody Mr. Harrelson's Magoo character couldn't have pulled that off. So he they give Woody Harrelson's character like $2,600 for the first job, the big like Florida job of photographing and breaking into the, the doctor's office and they want to keep all the money so um they're having this discussion like g gordon's like like who the hell works for twenty six hundred dollars on a job like this and uh woody harrelson's like my guys are real patriots they work for free <laughs> <laughs> and he's got bay of pigs cubans he's got the cubans that kennedy had had turned his back on on the whole cuban invasion thing mm -hmm. basically he's got terrorists who don't speak good english who were once affiliated with the United States very sketchily. You don't speak English well. Thank you. That's even better because it's because because they speak a little. There'll, there'll be this moment where they all like say the same word because they know that one. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, but but it's a little too silly. Uh, if, if I don't know, I, I need to watch more of it. I'm watching. We finished Doctor Who last season. Thumbs up, according to me. Uh, if you like Doctor Who, you'll like it. But we're on Band of Brothers now. And that's Ooh. a good show. It's, it's Band of all. Brothers gets it done. Five miles up, five miles down. Three. Yeah, it's awesome. Three? Is mm -hmm. it three? Damn, why have I, I been I'm saying really five for years? Yeah. Oh, I believe you. Current, I <laughs> no, I believe you, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and it honestly makes more sense because we've all been up to the top of that thing and it didn't feel like five miles. Wait, we, we went there? Yeah. That one to, after the camping trip? The, yeah. The spray paint at the top? That's it. Whoa. I'm going to tell Jackie that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've been, you've been to the top of it. I made Wings walk to the top of it. Get out. Did you say He's it? done the walk. I've got the video of it right. somewhere. It's it's me in the passenger seat of my truck with Jeremy driving, just filming out the passenger seat like, come on! Keep <laughs> <laughs> it up! up. <laughs> you get up in 23 minutes like they do in the movie? Dude, it was getting dark. I might have driven him the <laughs> like last couple hundred car. yards. Ohio Silver! <laughs> <laughs> Just dust and shit flying as I spin out in front of him. Jackie now, I appreciate that. So, three miles, 23 minutes. I can't run three miles in 23 minutes downhill right now. Like, if you asked me, if you said, Woody, run a single seven minute mile, I would tell you no. <laughs> no i can't Pass. i'm not your guy surely there's someone around here who could do what you need it would it would it, it takes a lot of <laughs> we were running those sub seven minute miles in high school yeah it's last yeah, time I in did high one. school i did it yeah Even um college i i you know i i think y'all y'all's times are better than mine but mine's under seven minutes uh, i don't think i i uh, i think I, I they had us doing a quarter mile a day up mm -hmm. leading up to it and you could really tell as in high school, as a as a seventeen year old, I was like, oh, every day I'm better. It was cr every day like your cardio was getting better. I don't think it's like that anymore because I know just <laughs> doing cardio for like cutting weight, it's just dreadful. It's just dreadful. Yeah. I yeah, like two years ago, maybe three, I did this thing where I ran every day, every day. It was like twenty five mm -hmm. out of thirty days for a month, and uh, like the first day I run, I'm sore, and then I'm like. Wow, the the I guess the shin split, like the muscle right next to your mm -hmm. shin, that just got worse every single day. I'm like, oh, I can feel right where that bone's broken and the hardware's there. I don't normally mm -hmm. feel my bones. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel it just all day now. The broken bone, nice. Oh, good. Yeah, it just yeah. Hurts. I don't think running's the 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 move for uh for people at all, really, for health reasons. I think that elliptical man. I swear by that shit. It's just so there's no impact. Cardio. You're you're getting your movement in, um, and it's and you can go back and forth between upper body and lower body if you do burn out a muscle group. Because if I'm just on the bike, I'll burn my legs out if I'm not careful. If I try mm -hmm. to go for a sprint real quick and catch my heart heart rate up, say my heart rate drops to lower than it's supposed to be on the elliptical, I'll pound it out like 50 50 legs and arms and get my heart rate racing again, and then I can cruise again, sort of a 70-30 split, 80-20 split. But on the bike, you just got to get at everything you got with your legs, and I'll burn my legs out doing that. It doesn't work for me. Hypothetically, if I wanted cardio, I think the thing for me would be public bicycling. 
like in a group ride. I know you guys hate them. You think it should be okay to hit them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I see where you're coming from. <laughs> but there's like a social dynamic, a competitive dynamic and the bike. And I just enjoy outdoors and like the wind and the sun. And mm-hmm. that would be my version of cardio. I think I'd like. I could get on board with the stationary bike and the the video game aspect of it. But what I would prefer, once again, would be the elliptical setup to the same thing, competing against other people on ellipticals in my age group. Like like that that I would that I would dig. That it's, I would dig a lot. It's neat when you find one of your exercises. Like like it I like bench press. I like tricep pushdowns with the bar, not the mm-hmm. rope, the two ropes, but the bar. Yeah. And I've heard the two ropes is better. You can go to the bottom and pull them apart. And like I get it. I get it. But you know what? I like this one. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I like the but you can yeah. do more bar. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm fine with that. There's no shortage of weight in my gym. Yeah. <laughs> I was, one of I was yeah, you've probably seen all that Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger Gold's gym shit, but <clears throat> I remember one of his favorites is what's the one where you lie on the bench and sort of your hands go over your head and grab the bar that's sitting on the floor behind you and you're pulling them. Skull um, crushers. I've heard it called skull crusher. Oh my god, he was doing them so heavy. He was really? doing them so heavy. He's like, this is one of my favorite exercises. I like to go so heavy, so heavy. And it's like a million of these thin plates that don't even like meet in modern specifications. Yeah. This, <laughs> this giant thing. He's just, and he's just, every, just every rep is, plates. <laughs> yeah, every rep is a scream. <laughs> and, the, and the guy with him is like, 20 more. And he's like, <laughs> he's just like getting them Did out. I love watching him work out. Putting the bar in place. Oh, uh, not not on that exercise, but I've yeah. I've watched all his Gold's Gym stuff, and I've watched all. I love pumping iron. I if you want to get if you want to watch something to get you hyped up for uh, <laughs> uh, to, to to go work out, don't watch the movie Pumping Iron because that's honestly just gay. Like like, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like you could jerk it out. You could jerk it. I bet a gay yeah, pumping iron. But 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 what you want is a pumping iron montage. You want somebody to edit out some of the lamer bits and sillier stuff, and you want to boil it right down to Arnold just getting yeah. jacked as fuck in the gym and screaming that's what my problem i spent an hour watching pumping brian it was a yeah yeah that's a different movie <laughs> also gay i uh pumping I, aaron you know what <laughs> you know what i like um is it ron coleman the guy who's like everybody wants to be a bodybuilder ain't no one want to lift these heavy ass weights yeah <laughs> that speaks to me when i see him say that i'm like fuck yeah I'll pick them up. Let's do it. I lived here today and I, I had to take, I hurt my back. I haven't been moaning about it, but I really fuck man. It's been uh, impacting my happiness. And, uh, but today I got back in the gym and I felt so good about it. When you lift regularly, your muscles are just, the mind always like recovering. Like they're, mm-hmm. I've got like 10% of a pump all the time and my muscles are firmer. I got soft. I don't know that I got much smaller, but I feel like I got softer. And right now, like all my push muscles are like, all right, Woody, we're back. <laughs> Dude, so, that is, I, I know exactly I want, what you're talking about. Cause like, if I go like two weeks and I'm fiddle fucking around and I haven't worked out, like obviously you're not losing size in two weeks, mm-hmm. but like, I'll just be like, I'm just, I'm just so small and soft. You're I'm totally just a recovered, bitch. I'm like, never <laughs> supposed to be a hundred percent. Yeah, and I'll like, um, I'll like convince myself. I'm like, you've lost so much. You've lost so much. And then I go down and I like work out way too hard. And I come upstairs and it's like, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's it's okay. Like nothing happened. Like just work just out way too hard. See, you're out. not fifty. <laughs> I'm like getting back into it. Yeah, I've been <laughs> shopping for uh for the for one of those ice uh barrels. Uh, to do like the ice submersion in. You've probably seen you like oh, UFC like fighters. Horse trough type thing? Uh, no, the barrel. Mm-hmm. It looks like a Donkey Kong video game barrel. It's a 105 gallon barrel. Um, it's shaped like a barrel from a video game that you would shoot and it like explode. Like a whiskey barrel, kind of. Like thing. a whiskey barrel, but it's hard. It's oh. it's that it's plastic and it has a lid that fits well, like a cooler. So once you get it cold, it stays cold. And okay. uh, they're a thousand dollars. They're a thousand dollars. Yeah, wow. that bitch is twelve hundred, and it's like, come on, man. Is that it? I, yeah, that's it. Yeah. For for eleven hundred bucks, that should not be so ugly. I think it looks fine. I don't want it to be flashy or anything. You know, it's it's a barrel. You can of get ice. them little wood finish cheaper. So I'm in the market for something similar because I'm. Uh... <laughs> I like that, Zach. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you do that one limited time. <laughs> <You just> like... <laughs> An old diesel barrel with yeah. the with the top hastily cut off with a hatchet. <laughs> when you That'd keep a big too. fish tank. 
you keep like 60 gallons of fresh water and 60 gallons of salt water on hand all the time for emergency water changes or just scheduled or whatever. And uh, that's why I'm in the market for something similar. And you can go to online. I'll have to give you websites, but also Northern Tool. Not Northern Tool. Um, Agriculture Supply sells big rain barrels and shit like that. Yeah. Maybe yours is special and insulated better it is well well that's its thing that's got to be its claim to fame that first of all the things that i would want in this thing it needs to be big enough for me after i displace the Mm -hmm. all the water right because Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. a little different than just being able to fit in it and it needs to uh be insulated because the ice gets annoying and expensive to refill after a while because i've Mm -hmm. done this before and it's every night you're going to the local gas station and getting those gigantic long bags that you've only seen at lake trips or something picnics and stuff and uh and they're like what are you doing with all of our ice um so that's no fun uh, that calling all that ice is no fun so it'd be <laughs> nice to just have it because i'd like to i'd like to go full jocko willick or whatever and start those start like every day with a with a nice ice bath because i'm gonna be honest those guys are pussies when i hear about the amount of time that they do i heard jocko like bragging about how oh some of these mma fighters they just dunk themselves and they're in and out i'm in there for a solid three minutes or six whatever he said madison seven Dude, <laughs> I never. I mean, I, I after my silly research, I convinced myself that if I wasn't in there for ten or twelve minutes, we weren't getting anything done. I would get myself borderline hyperthermic when I come out of there, dude. I'd be pale, internally shaking. I look like Leonardo at the end of Titanic. I know you've never seen that, Taylor, but he's bobbing up and down in the cold water, and he's pale. He's pale. I've seen that scene. Lips yeah. are blue and shit. One time I actually did stay in too long because after a while you go numb and you, you tell yourself you're being tough, but in reality you're just numb. Yeah. So, so like it's, it's easier now anyway. And uh, when I got out, I had a hard time st- stopping shivering. I couldn't stop shivering and like probably took two hours of being under the covers. Oh, to... that. It's probably smaller than he really wants, but maybe he could live with it. But you could save $900. Well, that doesn't look that small. And you get to be a Spartan. I bet that's yeah. a little guy. I bet that they like purposefully hired some like 120 pound guys who are ripped as fuck. How many gallons? I wonder. That is Amazon has some really cheap ones, but you know how that goes. Can you find the gallon, Zach? It must. It may be maybe burying the lead. Have Have you ever done that, Taylor? You did in football, right, or something in in high school wrestling? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it. I can't imagine starting a day off in an ice bath. Like I think it would make me cranky. Like I. I love my 300 liters. Like I've recently started, like I had never like Kyle, you would like this. You'd it's approve. About 80 gallons. I've never ever used 100, like 180. That doesn't seem like a lot. I said 80. Oh, 80. Um, my guess would be more like 150. Isn't uh, it like 2.1 liters per gallon or something? 2.2 liters about a quart. There we go. 79.25. Oh, fucking dead on over there. Get Stupid it. metric system. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would I would never do ice baths regularly. Even if I had one, it would be one of those things that like I walked by and was like, I'd like make big plans to do it, and then I'd wake up and be like, you make no. a ritual of it. No, like, you make I, a I like of it. my boiling lava hot showers that dry my skin out so bad. Oh. I love. I started putting CeraVe on my face because I was like, why is my skin so dry? And it's like, what is that? CeraVe. It's like it's just like moisturizer. Just like moisturizer. Uh, because it's for cowboy would, hands, because, because I absolutely refuse to not take lava showers because I it's so relaxing. It's so I want the water to be so hot it's like barely tolerable. Big bath guy, I'm all about the bath. Um, I like that the bath makes you sweat water, and I just ha- have this idea that when you're drinking that gallon a day, that you should be trying to sweat out as much water as you can to like I don't know flush your pores, flush your whatever systems are involved with making the water turn into sweat. I think those running continuously has to be a good thing. And then I did read that thing where an hour-long bath burns like a considerable amount of calories, the same amount as an hour-long walk. And so as you're in there, you're just like, this is better than walking. Don't you like <laughs> showering walking. much more than baths, though? No, um, because, I, I mean, I do all three. I, when, I, when I'm in the ritual, I'm doing all three, right? I, I, I'm taking the, the hour-long bath. And then I'm showering off afterwards because I don't think you can get out of a bathtub and be clean. No, definitely not. Like that's a that's a big negative of bathing with a bath is like you have to get out of it and then go get in the shower to rinse off all the sweat. Like I just want to and like the soap yeah. scum, like whatever nonsense was floating on the top of that water. Uh, there's a great scene in oh, Chris Farley's last. In there. 
Yeah, yeah sure. Poop. It's always wild. That Hair. That bath, just being like, just like how low your balls are. Like after a boiling hot bath, you ever think that you're just like, God damn, like that, that's just, that's, that's like, where y'all going? That's not what they're normally like. They're running away. Just, get back in there. Why can't my dick get extra long in the bath? Who made this decision? Chris Farley's last movie is called like Wagons East. And it's about a bunch of people who are like frontiersmen and pilgrims. And they've, they've had enough of it. And they're like, fuck this shit. We're going back to Chicago. So Wagons East. They're all the losers, and uh, um, there's a scene where Chris Farley takes his first bath in God knows how long, and the the bathtub owner who charges you a nickel for a, for a tub comes back in and looks at this this tub and what Chris Farley's done to it, and he's just disgusted. And Chris Farley goes, "Ah, some of them flies was already in there before, because <laughs> it looks like sewage. It's just awful. Uh, it's not a great movie, but that's the movie he died making, and uh, I, I've seen it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not terrible. Yeah, he yeah. I, we talking about baths. I never shower alone anymore since we got our new bathroom. Jackie and I shower together, like. We didn't today, and I can't remember the previous time. Like, mm. I mean, you have to get your money's worth. When you buy a shower that can fit 11 people, you need at least <laughs> two in there. <laughs> it's gotten to be that it would be almost rude not to be like, hey, honey, I'm showering now. You down? I and- bet you could rent that bathroom out as a shooting location for porn. Like, 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 <laughs> I bet, yeah. You, you shouldn't, though. <laughs> you get right on that. I, You know, Kyle, you're thinking. That's how you edge. See, that's you how you edge your way into the, li- into the lifestyle. Make your own yeah. porn. Right, you take mm-hmm. all the profits for myself. Mm, That's so you, how you do it. Well, just just be, be careful you don't imprison owner. anyone. Yeah, you know, they'll they'll take all your cars and and be mean to you on the internet. Then <laughs> they'll Andrew Tate you. <laughs> like, do you do you feel sorry for Andrew Tate even a little? Oh, I was starring in this porn in my scenario. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I see. I thought okay. I don't know what's up with Andrew Tate. I haven't. Heard I, I think he's still while. locked up. Right. Every time no, I see no, a no, picture of him, he's more. Oh, okay. Well. Is he He's under house back, arrest, right? Back in the USA? No, he lives I, in Romania. He's totally free. I don't know if the trial was like not happening or what, but <laughs> oh. he's just out, out. I think maybe his brother's still in. I just know they kept showing those pictures of that man's hairline and being mean to him. They got every bad angle of him they could and <laughs> made fun yeah. of him. Yeah, uh, bad angle shots. God damn. After a while, I couldn't tell if those tweets being attributed to him were his or not because they were getting <laughs> cringy as fuck. It was like, the demon says, let me in. After a while, you just let him in. You just let him inside of you. And it's like, what are you What are you talking about right now? Did you get raped last night? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you in a Romanian prison? Or are you kind of, are at the library? Like, what are you yeah. doing right now? That, yeah, I'm I tweeting, bro. Specifically, but every time I would see one, it's like, this is, a, this is bizarre. Yeah. When he tweeted that he had a full head of hair, the internet went wild on him. And I thought it was kind of pretty deserving. That that He lacked a little self-awareness. He absolutely yeah. does not have a full head of hair. You can't be making claims like that with that. Yeah, he's like, look at me, grizzled beard, full head of hair, still standing strong. Fuck. And we're like, no, Oof. no. <laughs> well, he has like full head of hair on one of those technicalities where it like somehow thins everywhere equally all mm-hmm. at once. It, well, and he's biracial. Will just poof. That's so, a better picture than the one that people were using. Yeah, you yeah, want to. This is his best angle. You want to raise down. that camera up so you can see all up here. He's biracial. Think, that's part of it. So he's got it, that kinky black people hair mixed with our Caucasian s- slickness, mm-hmm. and it's thinned out in a way that that is like partial LeBron uh, mixed with mm-hmm. like I don't know a cinder from Kentucky or something like that. He's got a mess going on up there. Yeah, he should go. He should go full bald. He's already. He was a pro fighter. Uh, he used, at one well, point. he does. He usually does shave it, but you know they locked him up, and yeah. I guess he let it go. You got shape. You got razors and cream in there. I don't know why he wouldn't shave his head. Yeah, he's got a phone. Your experience might not relate to Romania. I just yeah. think that's like a thing you get men like like you, they just. It just seems like I can't imagine a jail they don't give you a razor in. Or maybe Andrew Tate's intentionally not doing stuff to make him appear more grizzled and and mistreated. Or maybe he is being mistreated. Man, I There's think of no a razor. No, I think of a shaving razor is like a. I think of a shaving razor is like a human right. Like I bet all those military mm. MR kits that would always come with the razors and the bubble gums and the cigarette. It's like, yeah, that you, you can't be you without a razor. Can you I have feel a like beard in prison. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Well, well, in the prison I was at, for sure. I don't know what 
I would be surprised if there were places that made people shave their beards just on religious grounds. You'd have a, a mess mm -hmm. making the Muslim shave. I saw a movie where they forced them to shave for like identification reasons so that they would easily be recognized. And there was a guy who was getting married and he asked to grow his beard out for his marriage and they let him do it. And then he escaped and no one recognized. They know who he was, mm -hmm. but you know, movies <clears throat> yeah. can't, can't go by that. It's definitely yeah. a human rights thing. Like they couldn't just not give you an ability to shave. Like think of what it would be like if, like if I had to go like nine, how long has he been in there? Like if I had to go nine months without shaving. That would three, be maybe. horrible. Three months even without shaving would be really uncomfortable. It'd be unless you're one of those people that likes those like long beards. But every time I've, I've had that thought like five times in my life where I'm like, I see somebody with like one of those big giant beards and I'm like, I'm going to get a big giant beard. And then like three weeks later, it's like, this is just hot and I can't eat or drink anything without my mustache getting wet. And if you trim the mustache down too much while you have the big beard, you look like a lunatic. So you almost need that, that, that fucking like, oh. the top, like big mustache. And you, yeah, you don't want that. Speaking of lunatics, you watched that video I sent you of the, the prisoner who saved up a month's worth yeah. of instant coffee. <laughs> he saved up a month's worth of instant coffee. It's, it's like freeze dried coffee that dissolves in hot water. And he drank it all in one gulp like 28 packets of coffee and he was fucking fiending he was full goblin mode screaming <laughs> and screeching like having a full goddamn meltdown that clip like, was like, hilarious the the cop or the, <laughs> the prison guard who's in there is like this dude is losing his mind he's like i just it's coffee coffee gets me man i can handle the meth i can handle the meth i can't handle the coffee and the guy's <laughs> like yeah 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 let's cut out the coffee and the meth and then it like <laughs> it cuts like an office thing to just like this guy gibbering to himself in the the holding cell and the cop being like Honestly, we didn't believe him. He told us he was all messed up on coffee. It is 100% coffee. Like, he's, like it's, it's, he's, he's telling the truth. It's just coffee. Like, and this guy was, I, if I drink like too much coffee, it is not a fun high. It's panicky. It's like, it's, it's it can, not fun. It can be too much. It can be too much. But it's, to me, it's, it feels like my body, I get a little shaky. I get a little shaky all over. And I don't like that. Uh, but I have to take a lot of caffeine before that happens. Yeah, I, yeah. so I Tate, over, like, they didn't let him shave. They no disposable razors in prison. That's lame. That's so he asked up. for his hairstylist to be brought in, and they said no. He asked for a PlayStation. They said no to that, too. <laughs> they said prisoners <laughs> don't play. They pray. All right. And Damn. But a razor, a little bick, like, that. that's pretty I, shitty. I'm with you, actually. So I can see why you'd want to tightly supervise the shaving area. You don't want razors just getting out into the population. Mm -hmm. But like, they just don't let people shave in Romania. That I, I can't get on. I can't so, fathom that. So in the U.S., him. in the U.S., they they um, maybe those are special razors. I don't know. I certainly didn't try to disassemble my razor and do anything with it. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are just razors. You know, they just gave us razors, and they they weren't keeping up with the razors. You could, it'd be hard to do much with one. It's 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 less of a weapon and more of a like a tool. It's so. Weird. It's, I don't know. I feel like it. If I was being attacked and I had a razor, especially if I had time to mount it to like a toothbrush or something, mm. it would do damage. Sure, I suppose you could. Good. Well, I mean, where you work, Kyle, I'm sure they weren't that worried about it, and where he is, like. Isn't he a, like a, in a solitary situation anyway? So like, what's he gonna do? Stab himself? He acted he, like he was with his brother. He wanted the PlayStation. Uh oh, well, he's not yeah. gonna kill his he brother. Wanted, it, it, how many controllers did he ask for? <laughs> Just one. That'd be great. That'd be a that, that, I'd like a PlayStation Five and one controller. That's <laughs> <laughs> a move. It comes yeah, with yeah. two. Keep it. <laughs> Keep it. Keep it. That would be a it's true like, alpha prison. You make everybody watch you play fucking PlayStation. What <laughs> games like, do you want? Skyrim. That's it. Single <laughs> player. Everyone can watch. So Actually, funny. I bet that would be pop. If you had Skyrim in your prison set up, Kyle, and there was some sort of rule where it was like, because of special provisions, this is awarded to Kyle only one controller. Anyone can watch, but no one else can touch. He's this. done it before. He's done. <laughs> do you think that like 
as you were playing Skyrim, a true crowd would have gathered of people interested. Oh yes, when they when I told them that I was not I was not a once twice, but nay 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 a thrice <laughs> dragonborn. Um, <laughs> they would want me to to guide them on the on the journey um, to to the peaks of, of Frothscar or wherever the fuck. Man, that's um, pretty cool, man. How about you uh, open those mythical cheeks? To the to the to the, <laughs> to the depths of the Dwemer holds. <laughs> Look at your um, fucking uh, goofy ass yell when you're throating me. Like Jesus, <laughs> what? Uh, that's what? awful. Video game, that's funny. Watching video games is somehow either like really compelling or really boring, and I can't explain why. Which is which? Yeah. I was just thinking that, like, in a place like that any form of novelty even something that's not interesting at all to them on the outside would be like what is this like can you tell me if what you set doing? up mortal Kombat with two controllers there'd be a line but i think maybe if you just had a guy sitting there playing skyrim uh somebody might want to play like hey can i go next but i don't know anybody's gonna sit and like really be into the story i'd be surprised do you think people would bully around it like it's your turn and they're like no it's my they'd turn. set up rules to prevent that you know, the same way they do with the TV. They, they do some, or the checkerboards, the Monopoly board. That guy like once that. told you what to watch on the white TV and... Yeah, well, in the, in the morning, we watched the news. Um, that, that, that was a rule that I was unaware of. See, see that was <laughs> oh, like a... <laughs> in the morning, we watched the news! <laughs> he was so adamant. <laughs> All right, the news. It's just two oh. stations. It's the same story. I, <laughs> you ever, like... like Tell that someone cares way more about something than you do, mm-hmm. and you've misstepped. That's yeah. where I was that morning, because <laughs> his red bloodshot eyes, and he was just so angry. And I he was just, anyone who's had a pony. He was just ex- <laughs> <laughs> he was just so exasperated. In the morning, we watched the news, and yeah. I just knew he could kill me. <laughs> He'd been in there, but I knew he wouldn't either. Even though he couldn't even someone who couldn't threaten you physically could extend your sentence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been in there for a decade, and he had like two two to go. I remember that he was the guy who ran the laundry. But yeah, yeah, that was a. I didn't understand that rule. That didn't make sense to me. That was contrary to what I had been told. But in the morning, we watched the news, and I know that now. So if I you know, never... <laughs> so no, next no... time I'm in prison, I'll know that rule. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like I because I was staying up all night, so I'd be up at four thirty five a.m. when stuff like Everybody Loves Raymond and what's that stupid clip show with that with those assholes on it, whatever it's called, that MTV show where they just watch internet clips, ridiculousness. We'd be watching that shit into the night, replay after replay, and then all of a sudden the news would start coming on because everybody's waking up and it's breakfast time. Yeah, in the morning we watch the news. In the morning we watch the news. We got to stay up to date. You know, and all it was about, results. dude. That's what was frustrating me is because if he had been like in the morning we watch friends i want to know if ross and rachel get together god damn it (laughs) if that was the play i'd be like dude first of all i'm not going to spoil it for you but let me know if you want some insight uh second of all yeah let's turn it on and watch i'll 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 follow friends with you again but it but they just wanted to know what's going on in birmingham and montgomery like like oh and you uh, the park service today said that little Jimmy, the, the gophers, made a nest and had babies. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah, little little gophers in the park. All right, moving on. Teresa, what's the weather like today? It's like, why are we watching this? Everybody loves Raymond's on. Yeah. <laughs> I see where you're coming Raymond's from. Song. If I was in prison long enough, I'd be really curious about what's going on outside. Like CNN, I, I was into. I could sit there and watch CNN all day because that is stuff. I don't have Reddit, you know, so you'd. They would. It's breaking news for real. Finally, for the first time mm-hmm. ever, uh, it was not the one. I remember the John Jones. Um, no, it was. I think it was DC Stipe. Um, it was one of those mm-hmm. fights that that happened while I was in there, and, and it got spoiled for me on ESPN. I was so upset because I was doing my best to do like a media blackout mm-hmm. on that fight, and uh, and I just saw like that. I don't know. I think Cormier crying. I think I saw Cormier crying on ESPN, and I was like, shit, that's not a good cry. It's not a victory. No, Cormier's got a cry. He's got a rough, ugly, crying face. Well, he was also concussed. Yeah, you can't make fun of him for looking ugly, crying with his brains all scrambled. Eh, that's where you're wrong. I absolutely can. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Memes and all kind of shit. It's it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. 
there was a there was some nothing for me i hope it was it was an interesting little thing on the bare knuckle fighting uh championship side of things uh i guess luke rockhold former ufc everybody always talks him up and i'm like dude he's luke rockhold yeah pull up zach show it show Taylor, how beautiful Luke Rockhold is. One of the Luke most beautiful people ever to be in the UFC. He's an at, he's worked as a male model. Even better um, than uh the the like fucking uh Aryan than anyone looking guy. This the, you'll see the blonde one who's like looks like a Ken doll is all shredded. He wasn't oh, that kind of a fighter. No, well, that's a different kind of handsome. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's really good too. Yeah. Um, um, but but you know how when your friends say handsome man and that dream okay, well, Jesus, in your head. <laughs> man, he's good. See? Yeah. The, See? The, this <laughs> this is like what uh, this is uh that's what uh Mike Perry did to him. That's not a great picture either. He he truly is. I'd like to see him in a suit or something at a I at a press conference. A or, or, I mean he was a male model, like maybe him on the cover of a magazine with some cologne in his hand or something. You know, this guy could be like in Spartacus. Like mm-hmm. he has like a a, a roman looking nose somehow like he, 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 he like needs he to get like a, he needs a, to be a, out of fighting because he was not supposed to lose the fight uh he was fighting a guy um fucking mike uh diamond perry i think Pe- mike perry is the guy who's like five percent black so he uses the n-word now and uh <laughs> and, and really reps it hard that guy rocks <laughs> yeah black he ends. perry pardon Yes, he got smoked. He quit. He quit in the cage. This is bare knuckle. Yeah, he got smoked. And and oh, and and then on top of that, the same night I think Conor McGregor is coaching Eddie Alvarez, and, and he's just he, you can you hear Conor uppercut, uppercut, and you fucking boom, boom, double uppercuts and smokes him. And and Eddie points to Conor and is like, "Yeah, man, you you were right, you were right." And it was this awesome moment because he's fighting um, Mendez, right? To Chad Mendez, maybe. So you've got these three men. Connor's fought both these guys in the UFC and beaten them in big fights. Mm-hmm. And then and now Connor is coaching one of them against the other and giving this good advice. And there it, it was a cool fucking moment. This is Luke Rockhold getting smoked by uh look at that. Luke Rockhold could put his chin on top of his head. I did not expect him to lose this. Oh no, he he hit him so hard, he's flying into the air right now. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, but he is much taller. I imagine he is. they don't really stand like that, but for sure he's a bigger man yeah wow yeah uh he smoked him it was a it was a pretty neat fight i don't like that the bloodiness of it bothers me the cuts uh, i i know mma has similar stuff but something about that knowing that they're getting cut by that wrapped bare knuckle fist i don't know maybe i'm just uh, tears your skin more they they bleed quickly and often they're always bloody i've never seen one of those fights that didn't end with somebody you know, maybe a quick knockout, but usually I, if, they, I don't if they're mind changing a little bit of blood in a UFC fight, what I don't like watching is like when it's gross, like when one guy is bleeding all over another guy. I only just, like that if if you disgusting. hate that guy though. If you hate that guy and he gets cut, you're like fuck you, fuck you, bleed him out, bleed that bitch out. Let's see uh, if there's any bitch in that blood. Fucking pussy, I, bleed him I'm, out. And I'm then so, and th- he'll choke the guy, and the blood will squirt out faster, and you're like, yes. <laughs> ha- I like the blood, and I, I see it through a different lens. I like the bravery is what I really like. Uh-huh. Sometimes a guy is just bleeding badly, right? Dripping out of his face, pouring out of his face to where it's not always drops, it streams. Yeah. And then that blood drips in the other guy's face. And I've seen him do this like, oh, look at this. I have a range weapon. And it will just drip blood in the other person's eyes and mouth. And and they're like doing their best to avoid it. It's disgusting. And, uh, it is. I, see what, I know what you mean about the bravery thing. Like it is like it's a combat sport. I, I totally get that. But like. <laughs> uh, like I see the, I yeah. get the same feeling of when I see someone with like a big booger in their nose, like. Because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I remember this guy got cut on the side of his face and on his lip. And when he was over the other guy, he was just like, uh, just like going like, uh, yeah, just yeah. like holding yeah. his mouth open. <laughs> and, and it's like spit mixed with blood. And I'm like, this mm-hmm. is vile. Okay. Vile. <laughs> I completely agree. It's vile. It's disgusting. But there's no bitch in that guy's blood. No, that, guy, that guy had every opportunity to quit. Jail Sonnen has this thing where he complains about the phrase losing is not an option. He's like, losing is always an option. It's the easiest option. It's right there. Anytime you want to lose, anytime you want to quit, 
Just do it. Just take a knee. Just offer your neck. You can get out of this fight anytime you want to. So here's a guy who no one would fault for wanting to leave the fight, but he doesn't want to. He wants to win the fight. Mm -hmm. And he's on top bleeding on his opponent, using it as a weapon, anything he can think of. He's trying to scrape and scratch and eke out this win. And I'm like, fuck. Guy doesn't lack bravery. That's why John Jones mm-hmm. is the greatest mixed martial mixed martial artist of all Never time. Bleeds. He pokes eyes, <laughs> he crushes skulls, he he pounds syringes, and he gets it done. Undefeated, undisputed, two mm-hmm. champ, champ, greatest of all time, double champ. I bet I would if you could take John Jones back to those gladiatorial arenas of olden times and explain the fucking you rules got to those fucked up by a t- it, lion. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can just see him out there bouncing up and down doing bouncing his stretch and then yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit fight on all fours like he crawls towards his yeah opponent. the lion would be unimpressed <laughs> emperor yeah. octavian that is again 3241 <laughs> <laughs> again, <laughs> and the lion wins again. Yes. It's just Taylor. the fattest lion. <laughs> Taylor, I know you have a lot of uh, uh, admiration for lions in the in the combat arena. Of course. How many humans would it take to beat a lion? There is a number, armed or unarmed. Can unarmed. we get some completely unarmed? I'll make them buck naked. But there is some level where like. 150 humans can beat a lion, right? Oh, it's far less than that. Yeah, way less than that. You'd have to weigh it down somehow, but it's so strong. You'd have to get its eye. A lot of people would have to be willing to die. For, oh, like, yeah, you'd have yeah. to, Did oh, Zach say eight? Because I I, I, I could get on board with that. On there. Okay, um, that's not bad. So, all right, so here's here's my thought process. If, if you're throwing five big, strong motivated physical men not modern men but maybe a tougher sort from olden times mm. and you're telling them look it's you're going in there with the lion you can all scatter and run like sheep and he will eat you one at a time and if he doesn't those, those guys up there with the bows they're going to shoot you for cowards and the crowd's going to laugh while you bleed out in the in sun your family yeah. or we can all work together all right joe you're the front paw on the left mike you're the front paw on the right it's all you care about i don't care if he's eating your face mike you can't let go of that front paw on the right and you all pick a paw and then somebody's got you're like dave you just got to get a hold of that mane i don't care what you do with it but you can't let go just dave ride him. you gotta ride him dave and if you can get your fingers in his eyes get them in there dave uh, does somebody have a rock oh thank god you snuck the rock in here if you can get that rock into his mouth i don't care if you lose your hand doing it give your hand for our lives and he's what just shoving need? a rock down the thing's throat as hard as he can, losing his arm in the process. If you get men like that, five or six of us can get it done. Six, definitely not. You, you So whatever number you pick, mm-hmm. subtract one right <laughs> off the bat. Why does Taylor have <laughs> a bigger objection to six than five? I'm really stuck on no, that. I, oh, I thought the other one was eight. <laughs> uh, Kyle said take five or six, and Taylor's like, definitely not six. Definitely not <laughs> like, five oh. or six. Uh, I would... Like at least ten, because think about it. It's faster. It's like it will kill one or two easily because the way like cats aren't. They're not. They're not hyenas. They're not wild dogs. The way cats kill prey is they. As soon as you are immobilized, they bite the back of your neck and kill you. It's like they. I I strongly disagree with that. Cats are known with playing with their food. They toy with their prey. They. This isn't going to be prey though. They're they're going to be. it's going to be more akin to when you see hyenas and lions facing off and they're, the, the lion is outnumbered and he's not sure of himself. If, if we all like run up to it, hands high, wide, we're, we're shoulder to shoulder, hands up, jumping, hooping and hollering, he's scared. He is not in aggressive. He's in that sort of on his back foot, like, get the fuck away from me. Who are, what is this shit kind of mode? He's not in full run at us and start eating one after another. Yeah. He's freaked the fuck out because five grown men hooping and hollering, hands above their heads, screaming, and trying to get him. Like, like Because when I told Mike that shit, he took it to heart. Mike heard my pregame speech, and he took it to heart. He's up there with that rock. (laughs) I like Zach's strategy more than the one we've outlined so far. Imagine we Mm. have eight guys, right? And the point is to spend the first six hours frightening the cat. 
<laughs> I like booga, it. Booga, booga, booga. <laughs> run around <laughs> the stadium. Whatever it takes. Just like, like make him nervous. Make him aggressive. And then Dude, you're so keep right. him in that state for so long. That's the one thing humans do better than maybe anything. But anything. Cats. And, and we're smart enough not to be afraid. When we see it afraid, we'd get hyped up. We'd be like, this is working. Mm-hmm. Think about how, like, you, you, you see on... You're selling me on that. This you know on the Discovery is- Channel when it's really hot and you see the lion, like, panting, and they're like, the lion will rest until the sun... No, it's the middle of the day on, on the fucking gladiatorial arena in, in, mm-hmm. in, in Rome. Yeah. It's hot as shit out there. Open and, stadium, dumbass. And, and, we're, eating down. and we're out there fucking jogging. <laughs> Maybe we can't cut a seven-minute mile, but those jabronis could. Okay, yes, like, that's why we hired them. If if you'd have told me two minutes ago that you would swing me on this, I would have said you idiot. But my God, Zach, that is a good ass idea, man. Like, that, <laughs> yep. like scaring the shit out of it, getting its cortisol levels so high, it's just so stressed out. Yeah, yeah. it's tired, and then, damn, you're right. You're playing there the, for play a long the time. The crowd's bu- the problem, though. While it is a while it is probably the best possible method. Like time limit. Pro- yeah. What if the crowd starts booing at some point and they don't like it and and they just release a couple more lions? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many guys do we need for three increasingly confident lions? <laughs> or, or instead of that, they release like a bear. So now the lion and the bear hate each other more than they care that you're even there. Uh, like, like, they could get crazy with it. I would. I, some of those shows that you read about that occurred there where they would flood the, the arena and have these naval battles where you would have two ships floating in water in a coliseum aside one another and the men on side would battle each other like, like to recreate a naval battle that had happened the month or the week before because you know, we don't have TV. We can't. Ma- but imagine that. That, that. That's so cool. It's incredible. Like. It- it's I'm incredible. impressed they can put a basketball court on top of a hockey rink. Right? <laughs> so that's another level. Yeah. I always forget that like when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, it's just not always cold here. Like it's yeah. it's often basketball is played. But yeah, you forget. It's uh it's wild how modern arenas work. All right. Well, I All guess right, it's time to wrap. Chill. I had fun this show. Yeah, me too. Always do. PK always is time. 454.